this is James Rolfe, and you're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Candare, a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon. And we are flying solo this week. Uh, last minute cancellation from our guests, Dag Nabbit. Solo with the three of us. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's that's... a three man solo adventure. <laughs> it's like the Lone Rangers. <laughs> it's going to be one day people pay for that experience. True. <laughs> Uh, but we have a good show lined up for you today. In our retro roundtable, Jake suggested it was you, right? Henchman? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, best henchman of comics, movies, video games. We should do best and worst Ooh, henchman. I, most gotta, and least effective. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not that that's a high bar for henchmen. Really, in <laughs> yeah. these series. Uh, and then our comic vault, a few books we'll be talking about. Jack, what do you got? Holliston. Holliston, oh, yes, from uh, Greg Wright. Yep. Good old yes. source point press guy we talked to uh, Wizard World uh, con coverage two episodes ago. Is that right? Two yeah. episodes. Yes. Ago. Check yeah. it out, people. Good stuff. Good stuff. Panel with uh, Millie Bobby Brown on there too. Damn straight. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bob Thornton. <laughs> Millie Bob Thornton. Sorry, I'm stuck on that. <laughs> no, that was good when she said that. And if you guys want to know what we're talking about, well, you got to go listen to that episode. I'm afraid. Uh, but I, I brought to the table this week Justice League and Power Ranger team up. Someone on the show talked about that not too long ago, and I don't remember who, but I've been curious ever since. I'm in a Power Ranger mode with the movie out and whatnot. It's surprisingly good, by the way. Check it out. And then we're going to end the episode by ta- or playing Versus, as yeah. we do when we uh, got nothing better to do. Then we're going to have Thumb Wrestling Wars, yep. and we're going to narrate to you how that... He went left. He went right. He pulled back. <laughs> He's on top. It's quite a show here, people. All right, so let's just kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Uh, not so fast, Morty. You heard your mom. We've got adventures to go on, Morty. Just you and me. And sometimes your sister and sometimes your mom. But never your dad. You want to know why, Morty? Because he crossed me. Okay, take it easy, Rick. That, that, that's dark. Oh, it gets darker, Morty. Welcome to the darkest year of our adventures. First thing that's different, no more dad, Morty. Oh, he threatened to turn me into the government, so I made him and the government go away. Oh, I replaced them both as the de facto patriarch of your family and your universe. Your mom wouldn't have accepted me if I came home without you and your sister. So now you know the real reason I rescued you. I just took over the family, Morty. And if you tell your mom or sister I said any of this, I'll deny it. And they'll take my side because I'm a hero, Morty. And now you're going to have to go and do whatever I say, Morty. Forever. And I'll I'll, I'll go out and I'll find some more of that Mulan Szechuan teriyaki dipping sauce, Morty. Because that's that's what this is all about, Morty. That's my one-armed man. I'm not driven by avenging my dead family, Morty. That was fake. I'm driven by finding that McNugget sauce. I want that Mulan McNugget sauce, Morty. That's my series arc, Morty. If it takes nine seasons, I want my McNugget dipping sauce, Szechuan sauce, Morty. That's what's going to take us all the way to the end, Morty. Season nine more seasons, Morty. Nine more seasons until I get that dipping Szechuan sauce. For 97 more years, Morty. I want that McNugget sauce, Morty. Hate bad. Yeah. All right, guys. Henchmen. Famous henchmen. Let's get them both out of the way. The hand and foot. Sure. Respectively. My, you kind of see as two sides of the same coin, right? I mean, <clears throat> inspirationally. 
my get out of the way was going to be uh, stormtroopers. I mean, oh, yeah. wow, I didn't even think of that. That yeah. one it hit my eye. I, I realized because I was having trouble with some of them, thinking of some. And when the email for the guest that we that's not here, when right. he said stormtroopers, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> Jake, when you suggested the topic, I had the same reaction you did, where I freaked out. But after hopping on Google and. Uh, I don't know. Getting on Google kind of challenged my mind into thinking different ways. Once about you it. get yeah. rolling, you're like, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank you. Who do we have? Henchman. I got a I got a weird one. Uh, those like bug Galactic Federation guys from Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can oh, think yeah. about. Always today, getting too. blasted and squashed. Speaking and... of Rick and Morty, did everyone catch the? Uh... I missed it, dude. Dude, oh, really? Did you really? No, yeah. Oh, it was so good. Oh, it was good. I believe good. it. Shonies! <laughs> it's all about that sauce, Morty. <laughs> I gotta get more of it. It's what it's always been about. Um, Mulan Szechuan sauce. I have it on the DVR. You're welcome to watch oh, it I need before to. you leave. Yeah. But, um, anyway, um, they uh, they kind of remind me of the uh, the bugs in Star Wars. Uh, of the, Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah, the Geonosians. Yeah, there we yeah. are. Yeah, Those little bastards. The little bastards. <laughs> what about you, Jack? Uh... The Disco Boys from uh, Mystery Man. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I keep wanting to say them. Disco Stew, but that's the Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah. But <laughs> was it Tony P and Tony Pompadour yes. and Tony C? They were so freaking funny. I forgot about that. <laughs> they didn't really do much. It was just I don't know. Maybe it was just their <laughs> how they were dressed, and they get out and they do just poses, do the disco poses yeah. and shit, like John Travolta, <laughs> yeah. That was funny. I forgot about them. They seem to be somewhat effective, but I mean, yeah. ultimately, they have to fall for the story to progress, right? At some point, but uh, God, just the seventies motif for yeah. the disco from Casanova, Frankenstein, <laughs> fucking bell bottom, polyester, and everything. That was funny. Then they like when they'd walk and they'd be bopping. They'd like walk in sync, like uh, 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 staying alive. Uh, John Travolta. Is that uh, what was that called? I don't. Saturday know. night. Saturday, yeah. Hey, I did it. I contributed. <laughs> was that him or was that Kevin Bacon? I thought he was. No, that was Saturday John Travolta. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon was Footloose. Footloose. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I yeah. always get him confused. Oh, you know. It happens. One pile <clears throat> of garbage next to the other. <laughs> okay, here's one for you. And I have found these to be not only effective in the story, but a henchman that has stuck with me over the years just because they're so freaking creepy. The winged monkeys in Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. mm. Those are nightmarish. Yeah. Not I mean it's bad enough they're over, they're dressed like they should be like a little Giuseppe yeah. on someone's shoulder, <laughs> you know? They got the little hat and like little bell vest, boys. don't they? Yeah, little yeah. bellboy outfits. Yeah. But and that's so much worse. Like if they were dressed in like horns and skulls, you'd be like, ooh, scary. But the fact that they look so innocent is yeah. horrible. I don't know. <laughs> monkeys kinda creep me out already, yeah, I right. guess. But well, chimps are horrible. Put some bat wings on I them guess and chimps my are God. Apes, not monkeys. Ugh. Creepy, creepy though. Apes are wretched creatures. <laughs> Did you watch the Planet oh, Earth? Yeah. Did you see the whole chimps thing? Yeah, they are monstrous creatures. Oh my god, vicious. Like, I never thought about them the same again. Like, how they have their tribes yeah, and the, yeah. the attacks on each other and, like, what catching the, like, the infant from the other. Right. Oh. They're like little territorial murder rapists. Yeah, That's they their are. whole angle. They really are. And they, they even, like, invite the challenge. They, <laughs> yeah, they invite seriously. people to... T- they live for it. Anyway. <laughs> so if we want to talk henchmen who are, like, genuinely effective, I want to say Sentinels, X-Men. 
Ooh, that's good. I didn't think about that's that. That's like top <clears throat> tier for me as far as henchmen. That's I think, you know, because right. they pose a legitimate threat. When you look at something like the putties and Power Rangers, I mean, <laughs> yeah, just firmly establish just the bottom of the bed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah right. it's because you need filler and someone needs to get their face caved in, throw a bunch of putties at them. Have they ever been struck by a putty, any of the Rangers? Oh, yeah. yeah they get hit every once in a while. In any serious capacity, though, I'd be like, oh, no, she's just down. some sparks fly off. Yeah, and they're like, it's, oh god! It's I always nothing. loved it when the, they would punch the putties. They'd get that like metal hitting metal, like hammer hitting metal <laughs> sound effect, like clang. <laughs> they, um, I always felt like the putties were more powerful during Rita's reign than when Lord Zed came, because Lord Zeds all had the big Z on their chest, and all you had to do was hit that Z, and they just would <laughs> break <laughs> apart like a fucking crash dummy or something. You know? Did Zeds have more putties? Didn't read his, though? Quality over quantity? Yeah. I don't know if he had more, but I think, like, after he came to town and the first batch came down, like, they made him seem like, well, these buddies are extra tough, but by, epi- you know, the second episode, they've mastered <laughs> Now we know it. how to beat them. Yeah, they gave him, like, a like a, a way out, that, that button to push that just destroys him. Like, why would you... That's such a design flaw. Put it on the chest, the most vulnerable yeah. part of the body. <laughs> most I mean, likely to be punched. They could be walking to battle. I'm like, man, I hope I don't get... Whoop, trip, fall there right on is. his chest. Yeah. Dead. What are they... If they're, like, stalking through the forest and a branch hits one in the chest, that's all it Someone takes. pushes the branch out to get it out of their way and it snaps back. Hey, guys, what are you doing? Well, I didn't think it'd kill Mervin. Strong breeze, maybe. <laughs> right. They stand at the top of a cliff. Oh, who else we got, Jake? Uh, do, do, do Sentinels putties. This is stupid, but there will be two or three people listening who get it. You guys ever played Mega Man? Oh, yeah. You know those little hard hat Goomba looking things yes. with yeah. big plus on their Yes, helmet? yes. My mind always goes to those when I think of like evil henchmen, just because they're so worthless. You know, I think yeah. there's, there's even one level, it might be like. Marvel versus Capcom or something, but there's this giant building-sized gumball machine full of those things. <laughs> it looks like a gumball machine. It's not, but it like just keeps pouring them out one at a time oh, on a wow. conveyor. It's like they're so expendable. I don't know if they're sentient, <laughs> but they exist to suffer. It makes me think of, and every time I googled, you know, famous henchmen on Google, the same thing would come up with the. And I, I'm bringing this up because I don't want people to think like we're not thinking of them. The minions. Uh, I just don't want to talk about them. Yeah, they don't deserve air. That's one thing I had to really try to stay away from because henchmen and minions kind of go to the same. Mm. The word, not the actual. Well, every every site you were going to, it's like, oh yeah, minions. That's what what, what you should talk about. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Let's okay. You've already mentioned the putties. Talking about maybe some of the less reliable henchmen. I have a few here I want to list really quick. First being the Beagle Boys from uh, Duckburg. Oh yeah. (laughs) They never could get the job done, <laughs> yet Mob Eagle kept sending them out. And they really pose a threat, didn't yeah. they? I mean, they were just so inept. At what point does a villain decide, maybe this henchman isn't working out? Maybe we ought to think about something else. Because how many times did the Shredder send Bebop and Rocksteady on errands? How many times did Rita send her putties right. and bumbling sidekicks on errands that they come back empty-handed? At what point? I mean, who's who's the fool at that point? The are, person buff, screwing up the errands or the person hiring him to do yeah. the errands? Are they so starved for resources that they can't secure a new source of 
henchmanity, henchman power, you know? Um, the other one being, and these aren't even henchmen worth mentioning other than just the ridiculous factor to it, was in Batman and Robin with George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, <laughs> yeah. Sing, sing! When he has them all singing, oh, yeah. I'm Mr. White Christmas. All of those men clearly freezing to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even equipped to handle their environment. I just thought, what a stupid scene. Yeah. Like, God. Anyway. Henchmen. One good henchman. Well, I could go either way, I guess. Uh, Pinky. Pinky Ooh, in the brain. Uh, yeah. Interesting. In a way, I he's guess He's the he only be. one, but yeah. really, he's the brain. We've discussed that, right? Yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> kind of like, like the no uh, way we Arthur to the Tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, I think Brain's got it better than the Tick does. Right. <laughs> Probably. But what yeah. about, um, oh, there it goes. Nope. Lost. <laughs> I had one too, and then we started talking about something else, and I can't no, think of what it right was. No, it's right there. It's right there. How about uh, Agent Smith in the Matrix? Oh yeah, because at some point there are thousands of them. Yeah, yeah, tons of them that just Rogue keep running. AI. He's a badass. There was a game, and I don't remember what it was. It was on PS2. Um, maybe it came out after the second Matrix, and you can choose between a guy and a girl character. I think they were just generic characters made for the game. Mm. But there was a level where agents just kept pouring into a room. And if you didn't progress... Was it enter, next... enter the Matrix? Maybe. Yeah, because that was like a parallel story to two. Yeah. it was two characters from the movie. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, there was a... there was a, uh, I don't know if you were like a police headquarters or something, but there were, like I was saying, these agents I remember would keep that pouring yeah. into the room. And if you didn't progress into the next room, they would just keep coming. <laughs> So me and my friend, we would get ourselves to that area and just save the game there. And our entirety of playing the game was just getting in there and seeing how long Way we could on stand <laughs> nice. against these waves of agents. It was like horde mode before there was horde mode. Yeah, and it was so freaking fun. I mean, being able to run off the walls, you know, do all that Matrix shit yeah. and just feel like a total badass nonstop as long as you can keep killing these dudes. It was awesome. I don't think I ever tried that. I just tried to get through there as fast as I could because... <laughs> It was hard. It was a hard game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we tried to progress past it, but just like you said, it was really hard. Like, no, let's just kill agents, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I already said the word, but for some reason it didn't trigger the realization Goombas. Mm. Oh, oh, that was the one I was horrible. thinking of yeah. <laughs> from the Mario Brothers movie, the Goombas. Those were oh my god, those were beyond worthless like minions. Eight or foot eight. with their pinprick heads. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Come on, I mean, how, what bad? Like, I would feel like. I don't know. I feel like it had something to do with just the capabilities of the technology that they had right there with them. Like, I, don't I know. guess I don't. I don't know. Like maybe they couldn't make a like a life size head <laughs> move around. Like, well, it's got to be smaller so we can get all these things in. I don't know. Smaller animatronics are cheaper. Uh, maybe <laughs> less material. I don't know. I don't know shit about it. But I'm. I don't know why I'm even trying to defend these people. <laughs> I, it was bad. It was bad. What about? Um, Bane's henchmen in Dark Knight Rises. They kind of got shit done. I mean, they weren't as yeah, they flashy, were but they were, you know, like, if you're well, they, about, they like held a gorilla their, force. They held their reign for a good, what, year? Yeah. Over Gotham? Or was yeah, it, it was. a year? It was something like It was a while. A few seasons, anyway, because it was summer. It was winter by the time they he ended up coming back. Or maybe it was like a three-month period, I think they said. Maybe I don't remember. Either way, more than you would reasonably expect yeah. a small band of mercenaries to take over in New York size. Just hold a city for a while. Yeah. Well, they had the Batman's armory. <laughs> we'll be needing it. <laughs> um, 
Okay, it's so one. hard when you hear a Bane voice not to fire off into like oh, yeah. an endless series. Born in it, molded by it, nearly adopted the darkness. <laughs> I will tell before. you when it's time to die. <laughs> Who ate the chicken palm I left in the fridge? <laughs> Give me some applesauce. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. What's taters, eh? <laughs> you know, potatoes. <laughs> Now I'm just turning into like a crouchy old Englishman and not losing the bang. Team Crumpet. Okay. Here's one you wouldn't move on. How about Darth Vader? You wouldn't expect him to be a henchman, but he's definitely a henchman. Yeah. Yeah, he is. It's like that scene where Tarkin gives him the business and he's like, oh, okay. Like he sits down and shuts up. Yeah. He respects the Imperial Order, at least outwardly, you know. Oh, and a new hope when he's choking dumbass and he's just like, let him go. As you wish. The assortment of hilarious and ridiculous henchmen that Batman 66 conjured up. <laughs> that was the other thing I could only think of. Egg Everyone has Eggman motif of the main villain. They would all be Yeah, like, like as. I don't remember the villain's name, but I, there was like a clock-themed villain, I think, at one point, and his henchmen, I think, were like Tick and Talk or some shit yeah, like yeah. that. Of course they were. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I feel like Catwoman had some with ridiculous names, too. I can't remember. Yeah, but you just have like black black bandanas around their eyes and like cat burglars or something like that. Cat woman oh, had like cat burglars. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. It was Hairball the leader and then god damn it there's <laughs> shit on the kitchen floor again. <laughs> Who's Eggman's henchmen's? Or egghead. I don't remember. Was I that they were Was that Vincent? That was Price? Vincent Price. Price. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is not British. <laughs> <laughs> An American gentleman. <laughs> How about this? Samurai Jack is back in style in a big way because it fucking rules. That it does. So early on, like season one, two, uh, the Beetle drones. Aku's Destroyer oh, Beetles. Yeah. yeah. The Beetle drones in the new season yeah. are even bigger and better. The big epic one. And like those were weak. I mean, he crushed an entire army yeah. episode one. Yeah. But then we've got the Daughters of Aku in the yes. new season. Who are like so far ahead of anything he's dealt yeah. with before? So you got the night, both ends of the spectrum on Aku's side there. Oh, now I just want to talk about it. I know, he but we can't. Seen it I, yeah, I haven't, oh, I've watched so the first good, one dude. so far, and that's oh, it's it. So good. The seven daughters were awesome. Every single you could isolate any given frame of that show all the way back, and it's just gorgeous. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. every scene is like mm-hmm. a beautiful one shot. I, I want to wallpaper my entire house. Yeah. Seriously, it is. It it's is. Just you just get lost in it. You the really art direction is incredible. It's, it's a masterpiece, and I don't say that lightly. I agree with you. Hey, you guys have anyone else? The droids from uh, the prequel trilogy, Star Wars. Oh yeah, the, the only uh, frontline Roger, 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 Roger less yeah. effective Roger, Roger. than stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> the only ones that were a real threat were the droidicas, the ones oh, that roll up cute. on you with the shields. Yeah. Oh yeah, those, those were things cool. were every time. Even in the Clone Wars, the series, anytime those showed up, okay. let's go. We need to go. <laughs> yeah. Before we get too far away from it, jumping back to Batman '66, I meant to tell you, I was at uh, Packrat's comic book store the other day, and there's a Batman '66 comic out there. Comic. There is now. A Wonder Woman 77 comic. Really? Yeah. Can you believe that? Linda Carter? Yeah. (laughs) Can you believe that? I thought that was really neat. I thought... behind that. I mean, not that I was into it. I'm not going (laughs) to read it or anything, but I just... It's cool that it is there. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, what about uh, these? Uh, we were already kind of touched on henchmen's apparel, like the the guys wearing the striped things. I think these clock dudes had like uh, time pieces all over them or something. <laughs> look like Flavor Flav with a big clock around their chest. Now the foot, going back to them, they always look cool. And oh like yeah, the different ranks, like you could always tell in right. their apparel. That was really cool. I always like the video games. The foot, how they were color coded depending on what weapon they were carrying. Oh, like the old games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, the old like games. since the franchise has like grown, like since the 2001 or two cartoon series, they have added all these like these the elite foot guards and all this <laughs> stuff. Mm. Like they're not even like their faces might be covered, but they have these like great big like Raiden kind of hats on. I love oh, those nice. conical oh, straw hats. They're awesome. And I think some of them even like delve in like mystic arts and stuff. So this nice. is like when you're like almost to Shredder's throne room you're encountering these kind of that foot. totally reminds me. All right, Big Trouble in Little China. Mm, yes. The three guys was like the three thunders. I've never seen three it. Sto- really? Never. Stop recording. This is <laughs> no. I'm I'm working through the movies. I was watching Prometheus the other night. Prometheus is cool. Drop it right now. Watch Big Trouble in Little China. I can't keep up. But old fast Burton. enough. <laughs> yes, sir. Checks in the mail. <laughs> Uh, it's good, suffice to say. But well, there are these three guys good. in like the... Yes, it is. Shut <laughs> it up. Is, it's, it's good the in best. the worst <laughs> way. It's good, bad. No, yeah. it's definitely weird. And yeah. like it starts out, you're like, oh, this is okay. And then it gets weird, and you're like, oh, it's a little weird. And then by the end, you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? The floating ball of eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh, man. But there are these... Sounds weird enough to check out. Yeah. There are these dudes in like those Raiden-style straw hats, and they're all magical. Right. Such. One guy's... He's the lightning... Guy. Is it two just or like three? Raiden. There's three of them. Yeah, because like wind, thunder, lightning. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That'd be a cool henchman to have. Yeah. When I'll, do we when does Candaya get their henchman? I've been making the joke that we've had henchmen for no one no one bites when I tweet like that, so because they know it it doesn't uh, need to be a joke. It needs to be a reality. That's we need true. henchmen out there. Maybe we, we could call them a street team. There you go. But um We I, could have interns. That'd be cool. Interns? Candare interns. Those are the same thing, I think. Yeah, but this one's legal, right? All joking aside, I would love an intern. Oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? It would be amazing. So anyone listening to this, feel (laughs) free to reach out to us. (laughs) You'll um, get absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Not even experience, (laughs) really. Yeah, really. It's it's not like we're we're grabbing bags of cash and like leaving you work for the weekend or anything. We didn't make nothing either. But uh, you can have half my hot pocket, and that'll be your share. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, uh, yeah, henchmen. Candan needs their street team. Indeed, he needs their henchmen. And how would we dress these henchmen? Society six dot com forward slash Candan pod. It's perfect. The system's built in. Brainstorming for a henchman T shirt right now. <laughs> I'm a Candare henchman. That would be awesome. I'm an airhead, right? There you go. Hey. There you go. We can get product placement with airheads. Airheads. If it wasn't copyrighted, I know, damn right? That would be perfect. We'll just use a different font. It'll be all right. <laughs> That'll do it. Throw, throw a hyphen in there. Well, <laughs> until we decide what our henchmen's titles will be, you can become a Candare henchman by just going to society6.com forward slash Pod and pick up one of those. Tasty Candare t-shirts. Show your pride, allegiance, and expendability with a Candare t-shirt. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I've been on a serious note. I've been meaning to ask you, what, what your girlfriend got a shirt? The, she did. It's a tricolor black. Tricolor the, black. Yeah, I didn't tri-black. see a tri-black on there. But it's in there. 
I, I will say to anyone who's ordering a t-shirt, if you're going to order a black shirt, get the try yeah. try black. Just because a straight black, for some reason, the print on it, it just lays the, the funny print and kind sets of flakes better off. on the tricolor. Yeah. The tricolor, it's like you bought that at Hot Topic it's or something. Not, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. very high quality. And the color looks good. You know? Right. Yeah. I'm going to get myself one. So. Uh, and um, she says, buy the men's shirt. She seems to think it's it's a little more durable, a little more comfortable. Oh, really? Well. She bought Girls a couple like a baby dolls. Yeah, 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 they're a little. It was well, I'm so glad small you said something now. I had a baby doll in the in the cart. I'm oh, well, wanting to show my midriff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thought you guys might like it. Get us some more attention at the cons. Tidy style the, half shirt. <laughs> Daisy Duke it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, once again, society 6com forward slash Pod. Go get some of that moich. All right, guys, let's talk about some comics by opening up the door to the comic vault. What do we have this week, gentlemen? Jake, you want to go first? Yeah, why not? Mine's a little short because I I was in kind of a sci-fi mood today. Everything I've done the last two months has been vampires, fantasy, The Witcher, yada, yada. So I'm like... Horror comics. Yeah, no. So I wanted to... Everyone likes a good whore. All right, I'm not going to lie to you. It's still horror, but it's science fiction horror. Horror. Yeah, well, (laughs) we'll talk about that later. Suddenly, I'm not so interested. It was a comic vault after dark, and we talk about a whole different (laughs) red light comic vault. Um, Aliens, life or death, it's called. Um, This is a focus less on the skulking around avoiding aliens of the alien movie and more on the Marines versus aliens action of the aliens movie. That's the xenomorph alien? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, I guess I should have clarified um but yeah it's very much colonial marines fighting aliens now i'm an idiot and i got so caught in the cover which was this gorgeous like this marine with his holdout pistol he's getting enveloped by this xenomorph warrior and he's screaming and he's being constricted and you can see his teeth coming out of his neck and i'm like oh it's fucking sweet in here right now <laughs> i didn't stop to realize this is like the continuation of a series where there's a an open war with the engineers who are the, the like progenitor race who created the xenomorphs mm. and such, and I guess humanity. So you're watching Prometheus. You're yeah. So you, you know that whole angle I, uh, to an extent. The DVD keeps like stop. Like I, I'm watching on the Xbox, oh, yeah. and for like in the middle of the movie, it'll just stop and go back to the home screen. I'm yeah, like, that's because you've seen the big guys in the very beginning, though, right? Yes, okay. like well, the holograms. That's, that's like them. Yeah, they're yeah. fighting them, and Microsoft really shit the bed with its new console, so. That's why you're having trouble. I know. I was a loyalist, but now... Either way. Aliens. And it was cool, but this comic was very much an action-y sort of thing. The characters had already been established in a previous story, so I was supposed to feel for them... I see. Like, already. So when they're getting picked off, I'm like, oh, I guess that happens. It's a war. You know, it just didn't really have any emotional impact. That's not at all the fault of the writers, because the art's stunning. The writer, uh, Dan Abnett actually wrote a lot of stuff for Warhammer, their Black Library series of books. It's like the umbrella upon which all of their canon Warhammer stories are. And I've read some stuff by him, and it's, it's solid. He's a good writer. He's got a, a he's got an eye for action pieces and things like that. Keeps the story going throughout action-heavy sequences, which is great. But in a comic where it's a visual medium, that doesn't play in as much. So uh, it, it was interesting. Um, you get a character who's been abducted. They're trying to console this woman's... Like, uh, she's got some loved one, I forget the connection she has with her, who's convinced, like, no, she's not dead, she's not dead, she's, she's gotta come back, right? Like, she's in shock, and everyone, all these marines are trying to tell her, like, she's dead, keep moving, we're going to be eaten. And that's, like, the central conflict, is they've gotta drag this woman along. By the end, you find out, she's not dead, she's been abducted. 
Oh, snap. So presumably she's been face-huggerized and implanted with a chestburster. Because in the beginning of the comic, it's like, aliens, life or death. And then under that it says, the lucky ones already died or like something. <laughs> so I'm thinking she's in for, uh, for a pretty rough time. But it was really cool. I, I can't say I wouldn't recommend it, but I can't say I would just because I have no idea what came before right. and I read it out of sequence. But I'm definitely going to go back and see how this engineer war played out and all that. So. Sounds cool. It was really cool. I'm excited to keep going on the Alien uh, yeah. trilogy, or not trilogy, but just the franchise and see the new one. Be all caught up for Covenant. I can't wait. Yeah. <clears throat> so am I to understand that Michael Fassbender is reprising his role then from Prometheus? My understanding is that he is another model of that generation uh, of androids. See, it's not the that's same what one Brooks said, and I was like, yeah. no, no, no. Ash and Bishop look different, so <laughs> they, they, these two wouldn't look the same, but you're, yeah. Yeah. It's like a backup copy, I think. Right. All right. Cool. Um, actually, why don't you just go ahead and go? Oh, <laughs> i got to refresh myself a little bit. So, from when we were at the con a couple weeks ago, I got Holliston from the Source Point Press guys, which was actually a TV series in 2012 from remember the website fear.net no it sounds familiar sounds familiar for some reason I I want to say it was always hard to get onto the website for some reason but (laughs) it was a a pretty good series I ended up I read the book first and then went and watched the first episode of the series and it's about Two guys. I keep wanting to go. Two guys. That's Rick and Morty is in the back of my head. <laughs> it's just called two, two brothers. brothers. Two, two best friends that they're aspiring horror movie filmmakers, but they have no money because they can't make a movie. So they're doing all these like low budget cable commercials. Nice. Um, Been there. They're, in the book, there it's Halloween's coming up, and they're all excited because Halloween's like their Christmas. And the one guy is like, oh, you know, I want to get, do something cool for my friends. I want to throw a big Halloween party, but we don't have any money. They're walking around outside, and they see a dead cat. And under the dead cat's a golden credit card with a receipt next to it. And he picks it up, and it's full of cash. Because the receipt says how much money was on that credit <laughs> card. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to go buy stuff. And the other guy's like, no, you can't. You know, it's cursed. Because they're... <laughs> And meanwhile, behind the building, there's a creepy building behind them, and you see these weird people sitting there staring at them, like they're the ones that planted it. So he goes and buys a special gift for his buddy, his buddy's girlfriend, and this girl that he wants to to date. Craziness ensues. Everything's cursed, and you just have to read it, the rest of it to, to watch ex- it. <clears throat> I know nothing about it, really. I mean, ex- aside from what uh, Greg and you just told me i'm excited to watch uh, the show and check it out uh, it sounds it is i'll let you one of you guys take the book so you okay. can read it and yeah i've got that first episode that you can watch too sweet but it was it was hilarious and the writing from the show you'd almost swear that greg wright wrote the show because it translates exactly like the book does just the really? one-off jokes back and forth the That's banter awesome. between the two guys that's that's the uh, the mark of a true talent that can you know capture the essence yeah. of a show and put it onto paper. That's awesome. Yeah, because after reading the book, because the book just came out not too long ago, and like I said, it was 2012 when the the show actually came out. And wow. reading the book and then watching the show, you already know the two guys pretty much, all the characters, and Dee Snyder's in it too. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, he's some dude named Lance that he comes in and he's all 80s rocked out and. They're always trying to find out. He's kind of like Pat from Saturday Night Live. Because he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go to this party and hook up with some people and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, so, like, 
women or men and he'll come back with a reply that's just like so ambiguous you have no idea <laughs> and then he'll throw out some big rock rock and roll ex- entrance and exit yeah it's dude hilarious. I'm totally gonna get it tonight oh. yeah <laughs> oh I have to check it out it sounds fun but it was good Holliston <clears throat> Holliston the nice. O the second O kind of looks like Wilson from Survivor with the red skull Castaway yeah, Castaway, castaway yeah. What the fuck did I say Survivor well, It's all on a beach you know? Yeah I guess. <laughs> Tomato tomato Very cool Well what I have this week Is from DC slash Boom Comics Justice League Meet the Power Rangers Two great tastes That taste great together Oh look at that Brainwave look at that. Totally Come on, on the Fist bump that shit Boom. Boom You hear that at home It was intense <laughs> Da 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 <laughs> Two eight <laughs> You should stay out of this moment. You got greedy, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so um, I just went to pick up. I uh, after seeing the Power Ranger movie, have been in a Ranger mood because it was so good. I was expecting to be let down, and it was amazing. So. If you're a Ranger fan, go check it out. It pisses me off all these people online that are saying, like, uh, ruined my childhood. I don't see how it possibly could have. <laughs> like, they did it perfect justice. How else can you do it without just bringing full-on camp to the yeah. big screen? They've already did that in 95, didn't you? Want? No. Anyway, uh, but I saw this book, and I don't know if I would have normally picked it up, but it was in this bag and board with a special UPC on it. So I was like, oh, wow, this must be a, special. a first printing, you know? So I bought it up, and it's the second printing. So <laughs> <laughs> tricked That's me there. Around, but... That long already? I guess, but uh, this is done by uh, Tom Taylor, who I believe did uh, the Injustice comic, mm. and that was uh, hella yeah. like popular, right? So... I had already agreed with you before you said good or bad. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the comic starts with Angel Grove being just blown to smithereens, a smoking crater, and there's Zach, uh, the Black Ranger, on his knees saying it's all my fault, and Superman consoling him, saying it's not your fault, son. You couldn't have possibly done it. So it flashes back to what the hell they're talking about <laughs> and what happened. And it shows uh, Zach teleporting into the command center uh, like they've all been called there. And Zordon saying, Rangers, Alpha's missing. You have to go find him. You know, so they they think he's in the surrounding grounds. So they all teleport outside and are just wandering around looking for him. And Zach says, hey, I found him. I'm going to bring him back. He teleports him back into the command center. Well, when he does, his like half his face is melted. <laughs> and there's a big, like, sparking, festering hole in his chest. And he goes, I don't know what's wrong with him. And Zordon's like, get him out of here now, now, now. Boom. He blows up. He's been rigged. He's a bomb. And with the big smoking crater in the wall, in walks Lord Zed. And he's like, ah, you know, finally, you know, Zordon, you're going to meet your maker. And uh, all the rangers are out still looking around. Zack's the only ranger there. And he suits up. And he grabs Lord Zed and he teleports. Like, he's teleporting him out of there. Well, since the explosion, it fucked up the teleporter teleports him to Gotham City oh. dun, dun, dun. who'd have seen this coming Batman probably he's got a scenario for this and sure. boy are you ever right because after they come <laughs> through the other side some putties and stuff make it through too so Zach beats them up just as Batman shows up like, who are you what are you doing in my city <laughs> and uh, he goes you don't know who you are but I'm assuming you're one of Rita's uh, bat monsters or something so you know <laughs> he's never heard of Batman Different dimension, different Oh, reality. dimensional. Okay, I just thought it was like a geographical yeah. shift. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Superman, <laughs> what's that? Different dimension. So um, about the time they start fighting and Batman 
quickly oh, yeah. puts him down. <laughs> the other rangers come busting through the things. Get away from our friend, sexy girl. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you see Batman then taking on all uh, six rangers and calling in for help. I need backup. And uh, they all pull out their weapons, the sword, the axe, the bow, the daggers, the lance. And as they're, like, drawing them back, ready to make their strike, you just see a red, like, streak in front of them. And all their weapons are gone. Nice. Wait, what? Where did our weapons go? So uh, they're starting to get a bit overwhelmed. And Pink Ranger does something awesome, calls in the Pterodactyl Zord. And just decides, well, you know, if we can't beat him, she just picks the whole Batmobile up in the beak of the pterodactyl and flies <laughs> off with it, and that's where the comic ends. So it's going to be cool to see what's happening. So Good. they haven't made amends by the end of this first one here. No. Six-part right. series. Oh. <laughs> Six-parter. So, um, it's probably it was be fun. What? A couple more of them fighting and then realizing... Hey, we're actually good guys. We're yeah. not so different, you and I. <laughs> I'm not big on dimension jumping. I mean, unless you're like progressed so far into a series, you have to rely on it. <laughs> but um, and the Power Rangers Boom comic that's out right now is doing that. I had to get back in on it, and I'm glad I did because that book I enjoyed a lot more than this one. But same kind of thing. Half the Rangers are in a different dimension. Whatever, yada yada. <laughs> there it is. Justice League and Power Rangers. A good read. Pick it up. All right, gentlemen. You know what that means. It is time. Activate the device. Time for versus. This time we might not have to re-roll as much because <laughs> the three of us might know who some of these people are. That's true. And for With our listeners, our powers combined. <laughs> for our listeners who don't know what versus is, we have a chart here that has a bunch of uh, different uh, heroes and villains from across pop culture. And we roll dice over them. And whatever two characters the dice land on, we have a conversation as to if they were battle, who would win. <clears throat> and uh, we also have an offering on Bandcamp.com. Go to CandarePodcast.Bandcamp.com and you can check out the Candare Fantasy Fight. And uh, essentially what that is, is a roided up version of what yeah. we're about to do here. All it, kinds of fancy effects. Sound effects. Bells and whistles. New music that you haven't heard in the background. <laughs> the audience roar. The uh, the announcer. Can we get a little bit of that announcer, Jake? Actually, save that. Okay. After I we don't... roll these two, we'll have you All right, introduce. we'll do a little example. Okay. So, so I don't know uh, what they're missing out on. Yeah. I'll let you both roll since the last time we played this game was over Skype and I had That's to do true. all the rolling. So oh, That must have been difficult for you. I, uh, <laughs> I was pretty put out. Yes, thank you. <laughs> My arm still hurts. All right, we ready? Simultaneous <laughs> yeah. roll here? Let's see what we got. All right, looks like... Looks like Kick-Ass and kick The ass Thing. and The Thing. Ooh, all right. Oh, you wanted me to do my uh, announcer thing? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, let's do it. Kick-Ass versus The Thing. Fight! <laughs> okay, kick ass versus the thing. I don't even know how to slant this in any way. The that's thing wins. Favor. Yeah, <laughs> gonna grab him and it's clobbering time. That's pretty much a re-roll. I think yeah. it's like effectively. I like that we rolled thing though. Maybe we should keep thing and try keep to thing. roll Let's a secondary thing and roll somebody else. Someone on the paint, same power level there. Here, Jackie, roll that other one there because I think you rolled the thing. I did. I'm a champion. Venom. Hey. All right. So is that before uh, it was uh, Flash? Or well, when it's Flash or b- before it went to... Uh, Evil Venom. Evil. Evil. Okay. Yeah. Who's it on now? <clears throat> oh, Brock. 
Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock. Flash is the so good Venom one versus now, yeah. the Thing. This could get cool. There's a lot of physical power in play here. There is. They might not necessarily be on par, but I I feel like in terms of brute force, you've got Thing that's like just strength and Venom, who's a combination of strength, speed, and reach. You know, with the tendrils of the mm-hmm. symbiote and such. So. And the symbiote's, like, webbing or whatever yeah. kind of what thing it casts out is, like, a lot more powerful than what Spider-Man has. So do you think it's tough enough to restrain thing? I wouldn't say fully restrain, but absolutely slow down. Slowing like, down. on a swing-per-swing basis, like, thing throwing a punch, you could probably stop like that. Like, them back with rubber. Yeah. 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 Let me challenge you guys' minds really quick cool. here. What if Venom... Okay, you were saying he can't stay in it long, but long enough for a short period to be restrained. He restrains him, melts Venom, comes off of Eddie Brock, and we have Thing Venom. That's that's all I was thinking about the whole time, yeah. Actually, keep talking. I'm going to get on Google. I'm sure something like this has probably exists already. We gotta see, though. You know what would be really interesting? If they rolled with something like that in some series, and as opposed to having the stringy sort of rubberized symbiote, you had, like, this crystalline structure it took on to kind of, like, oh, mimic things, anatomy. More like rock. Yeah, black yeah. Rock. That was, like, That'd be crystal. Pretty, right, right. Like hard coal or something like that. Like a like black that. diamond. The inside of a geode type of thing. Yeah, type seriously. Thing. It's, like, super jagged. Ah, oh, that'd be cute. That would look kind of like uh, uh, Doomsday. Oh, wow, there it is. There's Venom fighting the thing. Yeah, there is. And it's a quick tease of it, but... Uh, like Venom's mouth, tongue's going in thing's mouth. My boy's gone to second base already. Jeez. Where could it go from here? <laughs> so it's been done. Yeah. It's all right, though. Because it hasn't been done by Candare. It hasn't been Simpsons done by probably Candare. did it already, so <clears throat> may as well. So you think that it would go in the way of Venom winning because he would end up taking over the thing's body? Yeah, I mean... That would be my, you know, as... At the very least, a last resort. I'd call that a victory. You know, yeah. I mean, think Ben Grimm could fight it. No, no, he's too stuck up in how sad he was. Like, Ooh, I'm he's gross. Super you know? depre- yeah, yeah. depressed, yeah, depressed because of his looks. He can't get over looking that way. Even if he long. wanted to, I think with those big rock hands, it'd be kind of like, hard uh, to get a grip uh, of it. Really yeah. pinch it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even with hands, it's hard you to got get off. Three right? fingers. It's right. like plucking a hair with rubber gloves or something. It's like picking something off the counter. You just you know Reed would have it off. Of I don't know why time. I said that. Yeah, Reed would take if he care gets of there in time. How much of the city gets wiped out first? It depends who's in control. Mentally, I think thing could take a couple of garbage can lids and clang them together and <laughs> push the venom off them with the sound waves. With prior knowledge of venom, but if we assume he's like going in cold, like this is their first meeting, I don't know. I'm still leaning in. Venom winning. Yeah. I would have to agree, yeah. Yeah. Now, in the fantasy fight, what do we do when someone wins? Oh, uh, well, there's a little announcement to signify it. Something Along to with the, a big uh, announcement. the roar of the audience. That's right. Whatnot. So it would it'd be something like, uh, Round one, winner, Venom. <sighs> You're getting the very dumbed-down sound effects <laughs> yeah. today, people. If you want the full version... Ding, ding. You have to let go of a dollar. A dollar. One dollar. It's it's a dollar. That's like one-eighth of your morning cup of coffee. Come on, people. (laughs) I'm starting to feel like a PBS telethon on here. (laughs) All right. Contributions from viewers like you. Please, God, keep us afloat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next roll. Oh. Well, we have Groot. Somebody roll that second one there. 
Groot versus Master Chief. Oh man, Whoa, <laughs> that's a weird boy. One. This is fun. I love it. Okay. Um, wow, that one we're not going to find on Google. They're no. almost the same <laughs> same height. Right. Yeah, they're tall. They're tough. Groot can get taller though. That's yeah. true. I'd say Groot's strength is uh, tougher than... He's physically stronger than Master Chief. Master Chief has a lot of uh, <clears throat> damage absorption, though, right? I mean, he fell from orbit. Groot does not. As we've seen, Groot will chip apart like bark. Oh, and yeah, sure. he'll so splinter apart. He's easily. not impervious by any Essentially, stretch. Master Chief just gets his SMGs out. Uh, yeah, I... Trying to rocket firearms. launcher and... Pelts a couple rocket launcher, flamethrower, any plasma weapon, right? What's plasma? We don't have a blade. Uh, blade and just oh my god, that's apart. it. And apparently, baby Groot, you know, isn't uh, growing fast yeah, enough. I mean, that to takes that time. We're not anything. talking like Wolverine levels of regeneration. No, this is he's speaking a plant. of which. What do you guys think about Groot being a baby in the second movie? Do you think they're just playing it's, off the they're, fandom they're of the first off one? How much they like? I think it's a kind of a disappointing move. I do too. Yeah. I'm agreed. It'll still be a great movie. Oh, sure. It's not going to stop me from But it was it, kind of sickening I, I to like see it. how they, they grab know, it. Yeah. Oh, they love the dancing baby group. Let's just make him a baby the whole time. <laughs> I almost can't shake the feeling that was like a studio decision more than the director's decision. Oh, I'm sure. They kind of forced that on him. It's things like that that make me think it's not going to be as good because there's going to be a lot of camp in it. It's going to be too much campiness. It's, in it's it. never going to achieve. It's going to be good. Yeah. But it's like the first one came out of nowhere for me. It's just like all at once everyone was talking about. I was like, it's amazing. You know, so like there's no way to catch that lightning in a bottle again. But I mean, that's sequels. That is sequels. Those are sequels. I think it'll be good. Maybe it won't be as good as that first one, but only time will tell. I'm not worried about that. I just want to see a fun movie. So um, Master Chief in Groot. Other thoughts? I got to give it to Chief. Like every scenario I think of where Groot gets an edge, Master Chief evens it out with firepower. Does he have Cortana in him? Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> always that usually helps, but he always <laughs> he always does. does. Yeah. I mean, why not? Except you know. Mm, I'd like to stick with Groot, but I'd have to probably say Master Chief. I'm with Master Chief. My heart says Groot. My head says Chief. I'll that's never true. say anything like that again. I <laughs> that's, a, that's a T-shirt. <laughs> that's a T-shirt. <laughs> oh Lord. All right, Master Chief it is. Good work, Chiefy. It's been an honor serving with you, John. How's that go again? Round two, winner, a Master Chief. <laughs> Very nice, Jake. Thank you. Very nice indeed. It's what I do. All right, let's do some more. We got the time, why not? <clears throat> Princess Leia versus Clayface. Clayface. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow, that uh, big ass chain's not going to really do anything <laughs> against Clayface. Only on Candia, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, no kidding. She has the worst luck with revolting blobs. Yeah, <laughs> she really does. But she, yeah, she can't kill this one by no. strangulation. No. She's good shot. She so is. That's not going to do I anything. I can't think of a scenario anything. where she's not like consumed all at once by Clayface and instantly snuffed. You know. Yeah. Maybe if she Here's could one get... you could probably find on the internet, but not in the capacity we're trying to. Maybe she find. could get a... <laughs> right for gross find fan him, fiction. Find him on a turntable, get him to a turntable, and then <laughs> think work. about Han Solo, and you'd have a uh, ghost moment. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's where you just... <laughs> get a little unchained get malady un- going. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And mold him into a nice pot oh. of something. The vase. Oh my god. Why, is it, why hasn't anyone thrown Clayface in a giant kiln yet? Getting him in there, I guess. Yeah. 
How are you going to get him in there? Be a big, Not Leia. Kill him. Leia couldn't. The one move he always had in the animated series that always stuck with me is when he'd just envelop Batman and you'd see Batman's face like oh, pushing, like, like, like no, trying yeah. to get air and you just, nope, get back in there. Kept pushing him back in. Oh, As a claustrophobic dude, that's hard to watch. Oh, yeah, it really is. I'm there no. with you. No. So we'd have to say it was Clayface one. <laughs> There's uh, not even like yeah. <laughs> Maybe Leia can use her superior diplomatic skills. <laughs> <laughs> Convince Clayface not to be a horrible monster. Oh boy. It's Alderaan. We should have just rerolled that one. Huh? <laughs> but now we've got it. Let's do it again. That's Gandalf. Gandalf and Pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh, I like this. This is good. All right, Jake, this yeah. is your wheelhouse. This is welcome to my territory. Yeah. So, regale us about Pinhead. I mean, I've, I've seen the movies, but that was a long time ago, yeah. and I remember nothing about it. Gather around, children. Let me tell you about Pinhead, <laughs> who is one of a race, if not race, then group of hellish creatures called Cenobites who uh, described themselves what was like, like angels to some demons to others they're like explorers on the furthest most profane fringes of tactile and psychological experience their whole thing is when you open the puzzle box with the intent to do so they provide you uh, uh, what do they they describe it as an experience that is pain and pleasure indivisible it seems very much more pain from my perspective but I'm not a sadomasochist so whatever <laughs> um, they tear you apart with chains and grind you with pillars covered in barbs and flay you and skin you and burn you and will any of this be thwarted with a you shall not pass I have a hard time imagining even Gandalf being another deific, like, demigod-type figure. His magic is too practical. Theirs is too weird. Like, that's the thing. Cenobites always get to where they're going. There's not a place where you can actively hide from them. Hmm. When they're summoned, you know, brick walls peel away and it opens directly into hell, you know. They... So what, is there any ground Gandalf could stand on here? Well, the only time the Cenobite's been killed, it was by another Cenobite. So, I'm going to say, well, considering that Gandalf held the Balrog at bay, which is a demon by any other name, mm -hmm. you have to imagine there's some... And, and he's an agent of the good gods of that setting. I'd have to say he's got some holy element to his power that could... Well, yeah, because when he st strikes that light on the end of his staff, doesn't that demon, like, take it, back... It recoils. Like, the light <laughs> yeah. is painful, like, burning almost. You know what, though, I, I've seen... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I can't see. There's a big dot in my eyes now. Someone did present a crucifix, a silver crucifix, to Pinhead once, and he held out his hand and made it melt in the guy's hands and fuse them together, so I don't think he's scared of that. Um, and then he crucified himself in this big display of blasphemous it, he's, it, it's awesome I love Hellraiser but I don't know I, I don't think Gandalf is prepared to handle something like this every threat he faces is like subterfuge or direct physical violence he's dealt with Grima Wormtongue and his mind manipulation he's dealt with the Balrog and its physical might he's never dealt with something that can tear you apart at the spiritual level you know hmm. this is just something he wouldn't encounter if they come when the, a box opens, what if he just closes it? <laughs> well, I mean, that, what does that does that's that make the conflict of every movie? Yeah, if you close the box, they're gone. But okay. they're really good at stopping you from closing the box. Ah. 
And so, the, and they'll leave of their own accord with time. They'll just take what's left of you with them. And when Gandalf dies, he turns another color. Right. Yeah. So, so how many colors? Oh, good get seven. Point. They're they're not going to be able to keep Gandalf where they're going though. So Gandalf ultimately, gets stronger every time he yeah, comes back. Yeah. I mean, if if they defeat him, tear him apart, which is such a weird thing to think about. Um, he his spirit would be free to go where it pleases. You know, he's not a mortal. That's a mortal, not immortal. He's not a mortal. Hmm. So Gandalf uh, loses his this, one, looks I, like. I feel like he loses, but in the long run, doesn't lose much. In the grand scheme of things, I almost want to call it a draw, because the Cenobites aren't going to stick around. Pinhead's not going to stick around. He's going to show up. Get tired of it. Yeah, torture the bejesus out of them. And when that's done, they're going to fuck off. Like, they, they don't they don't play the long game. They're there. They do their job. They leave. It's like calling a plumber. You know, they show up. <laughs> they fix the sink. They're gone. You don't, they don't hang around and talk to you for a while. Okay. Hopefully. That'd be weird. All right. So, um... This is a draw for me. And it's hard to say that because I want to say, oh, yeah, Pinhead will totally destroy Gandalf. <laughs> but, like, their motivations are so wildly different. Do you think an environment would be a game-changing factor of any kind? Mm, the Probably Shire not. versus Mount Well, you see, Doom. that's the thing is that the Cenobites bring their environment with them. So there the matter of the environment, of, yeah, their yeah. environment takes over. That's right. You turn a corner and you'll be in their little torture room. They're we'll just we'll, spatial distortion, you know. I feel like we should give it to Pinhead. All right, I'm. Hey, I'm content with that. If we, I mean, we got to give it to somebody. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say Pinhead's got because you know what? Pinhead loses, quote unquote. He doesn't care. It's all meaningless to him. He just move on to the next person who opens the box, yeah, however long that takes. Yeah, I mean, on somebody else. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> matter. He's not trying to take over Middle Earth. You know, it'd be like conquering Russia. Why? You just get all of Russia's problems. You know? yeah, he, just, yeah. <laughs> he comes in, he does what he does, and he's gone. And if he doesn't do it, he does it to someone else. Like, he right. wins no matter what. So I'm going to give it to Pinhead. Yeah, I changed my mind. Pinhead it is. Yeah. Yep. He'll tear your soul the, apart. The uh, scales have been slanted in all these, yeah. for the most part. I think so. What are we at here? Pitiful. One more? One more. Almost Let's makes me want to go watch... The Hellraiser movies. I've oh, never so seen them. Are you? They're out there, what? man. They're never out seen there. Them. I love it. I loves it. They are out there. <laughs> Those were the horror movies that got me stuck on horror movies. Who we got there? So we have Robin versus. Oh, that's a good roll. Look at that. Hey, that's a pretty good one. The Rocketeer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that'll work. These are two gadget reliant figures. Rocketeer with his rocket. Robin with his. Robin Wayne tech. <clears throat> Robin has a lot more tech though than the Rocketeer True, does. Yeah. Rocketeer's got a pistol, huh? He wears his vulnerability on his back. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Right. Yeah. You know, he's And you know, I feel like Robin gets around about as well as the Rocketeer does, and he's never needed a rocket to do it either. That's with that acrobatics. Yeah. Yeah. And with his training, you know, the Rocketeer isn't sneaking up on nobody. <laughs> 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 Everyone stay quiet. This is a stealth op. Like, I don't know if our listeners could hear that freaking plane that just went, like, buzzed the roof him. of our place. It'd be like that, yeah. Yeah, we get jet washed two or three times a week. <laughs> we record them tarmac. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, anyway, where were we? It would take no effort for Robin to fling some kind of bladed shuriken-type yeah. thing or, like, the end it's of like his bow boomerang-ish or something yeah. to go one way. Either sever the fuel and come line, back around and set yeah. the whole thing on fire. Rocketeer's passing, takes out his uh, grappling rope, yeah. shoots it around his feet, wraps it around a pole, and just watches him, he bam, right to, to the ground. the Rocketeer. Just sits there. <laughs> <laughs> Tethered. Tether ball. Yeah. <laughs> He could fire that grapple line across the gap between two buildings and just wait for him to go through. I mean, after time, Close right? Lining. Yeah. Oh, shoot. If he did it right, though, cut him Sever right him. now. Yeah. yeah, that's be a br- that's like a that's like more of a Red Hood move than a Robin. Yeah. <laughs> there was a uh, what was that movie like Ghost Ship or something? Do you know what I'm oh, talking about? Yeah, I, I remember that scene. Yeah, yeah. they were all dancing and then yeah. the like, oh, tension. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was not the they best movie, jigsawed. but that scene always stands out. In That's my the head. only thing I've ever seen in that movie because it was a Facebook post that <laughs> I don't know if they put like the tar- Titanic theme song. It was like really <laughs> the best part of that movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think Robin could easily oh, plant sure. one of those. Not that he's trying to kill him, but I think it he's clever would. enough to disable him. Is he good enough to shoot it to where it just perfectly cuts the rocket right off his back and the rocketeer just falls on his face on the ground and the rocket just... Absolutely. I I, I could (laughs) see that happening. I think I'm going out on a limb there, maybe. But even then, he could fire at Grapple's feet or just throw something at him, wrestle him to the ground. That rocket didn't have any, like, built-in guns or ammunition, did it? Nothing, he just nothing had, that I've ever seen. He had, like, no. a little, like, six-shooter on his side. Well, it was, like, what, 1920s tech? Yeah. So, it was World War, what? State-of-the-art. Biplanes. Biplanes, yeah. World, World War I one time, yeah. yeah. So, it's not like he's got technology on his side. He's no. just got a... A gun. A chance. He has the power of engine gun. on his back. A chance, in, uh, a jet engine and a prayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to have to give this one to the uh, Boy Wonder, I'm afraid. That's the Batman effect, though. Any yeah. of the Bat friends. Bat family. Trump extended any. Bat family. All yeah. the tech. The Wayne Gadgets. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. And a sneak peek of, again, what our fantasy fight offers. We don't just do it like this, just one after another. <laughs> we choose eight characters up front. We go over their stats. Uh, it's a bracketed event. Yes, exactly. It's like March Madness, but it's so much cooler. So Those much cooler. Sixteen go in, one comes out. That's right. Only one. The we only had eight go in. Next oh, time, eight, yeah. sixteen are going. I in, just though. agreed with you, so it shows <laughs> you what I remember. Still a lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. Once again, souped up with sound effects. Candarepodcast.bandcamp.com. It's one dollar, people. We put a lot of work into this. We had a lot of fun doing it. We think you'll have a really good time listening to it. So, and even if try. you don't really want it, you could humor us and just throw us <laughs> yeah. that dollar. I mean. We're giving you free shows every week. Right? <laughs> Is that not worth something? To Working you? our asses off here. I mean, a quarter of a penny per show. Is that, you know? Aren't we worth four quarters? And then you can have? email us after and say, you guys are stupid. That wouldn't have happened. <laughs> and that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, I want to hear that. I would love to hear yeah. someone Someone's come back and you guys are stupid. Continue. What if we even had, not like anyone's going to do it, but if someone commented, it's like we could discuss the comments or something. If they're, if, if people who have bought it send us an email or something, it's like, I think such and such would have won in such and such way. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then we could but, shoot them down and be yeah, like, no, you're stupid. Shut up. <laughs> Why did you even listen to it? Quit. Thanks for your dollar. If any of these, <laughs> if Got this your thing money. were to ever <laughs> become, I don't think this will, but, you know, I'd like to have more paid things as we go. And if any of them ever becomes popular, I'd love to make, not popular, but sells. <laughs> I would love to make, um, 
like put it into print in some fashion. Oh, like, yeah, get some print great. copies. Actually, have some cover notes and shit. That'd be awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah, head over to CandairPodcast.com. There's a button on there for that. And I think this is the end of the episode anyway. So, Jack, just tell us what we have on the website. If you go to CandairPodcast.com, you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, check out some of the videos from our YouTube page, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. Check us out on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. We've got all things that are good. Funny pictures, cool pictures, just okay pictures, mm-hmm. but some quality writing. I like to think backing them all up. The occasional glimpse into our founder, Tobias Can. Tobias Can, God rest his soul. <laughs> yes. A founder. storied, legendary even. Founder of this fine show. Mm-hmm. For to. whom it was named. <laughs> Uh, Also on the website Jack just put up a cool new page Called the uh, special guest page And what this is is a page that uh, Has all the cover art And links to the episodes where we've had special guests May they be, whether they be uh, Like voiceover, actors uh, Whatever If the website is a peacock, this page is the tale Yes (laughs) Yes But uh, yeah, I wanted to do this because Episodes get buried Oh sure You put all this time And work And you have so much fun Talking to these people You get a good interview And it just gets buried This way They're always out there So head over there Check out some of the special uh, Guests we've had on And uh, give it a listen And also uh, Millie Bobby Brown uh, Anthony Mackie panels On YouTube Mm -hmm. As well as our con coverage uh, From the Cleveland Wizard World Con Two, three weeks ago And again, what a great <clears throat> panel Anthony Mackey's whole yeah, that yeah, was. That was awesome. yeah, they both were really good yeah. uh, But his in particular, he's just a showman Yeah, he's a showman Good command of the crowd Absolutely He gives so, spoilers uh, to the next Avengers <laughs> title And that he did Spoilers on uh, the Affinity Wars movie coming up So Yeah, you'd be stupid not to listen mm-hmm. Right? So There's that He still has a job Right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there anything else, guys? That's it. Be oh. sure to drink your Ovaltine. Very well said, Jake. Thank a you. A crummy commercial. <laughs> Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> and on that note, I'm Jeremy Collin. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Jake Runyon. And I'm Bill Paxton. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. God rest you, Bill. And yet you keep trying. Scarlet! That's like your sixth try. You obviously don't have any talent. Have you thought of giving up? Maybe I should just try again. Maybe you should try listening to Canned Air Podcast. Well, at least now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! The henchman. Oh, that's a... <laughs> that nothing. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. 
the heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show. <laughs> 